1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Garth Loggerway is the president of Atlanta United. He joins us on the Waitforward.com hotline. Garth, good to have you back on. Uh, Last time we talked to you, we were down at Mercedes-Benz. It was the first official practice. Uh, And now here we find ourselves uh, literally, you know, four or five days away from the opener against Columbus. Um, tell us first and foremost how important it is for this this club to get off to a good start because looking at the schedule, Columbus, Cincinnati, New England, Chicago, Oof. all good clubs, and uh, the first you know nine or ten games are going to be big for us.
3: Absolutely, but the thing we got going for us is that we only play one game a week for the basically the first three months of the season, mm. and it, with respect to the Champions Cup, this is the other uh, competition going on right now, seven of the Eastern Conference teams are part of that tournament. And we are not, so we got to take advantage of that. Where those other teams may be distracted, some of those top teams, uh, and we we are able to put our best players on the floor week after week here for the first two or three months of the season. So I think we got a really good chance to start fat.
4: Last well, time we saw you, Garth, out there at the Mercedes Benz, they're getting ready. They had uh, you know some competition. One of the big competitions is bringing some guys into battle with our man Brad Guzan. And how, looks like Brad's going to be your goalkeeper going to start the season it was a good
3: battle back and forth with him and uh, Josh Cohen. I think Josh has done really well of establishing himself as a viable alternative, uh, something that I don't think we had last year. So both goalkeepers have done well. That's a great problem to have. And uh, we'll see who Gonzalo picks ultimately on opening day.
2: We're talking with Garth Lagerway, guys, Atlanta United president. Do we have the best three DPs, designated Mm -hmm. players in the MLS, in your opinion? Uh,
3: We really have, Two DPs, right, in, in Yakamakis and Elmada, um, And then we have what I would call three DP lights. So we had Saba last year. We got Gregerson now. We have Sleesh, the midfielder that we signed. So what I would say is we have half of our starting lineup who we believe are DP quality players. Um, and if we can bring all five of those guys to bear on top of the other uh, high-quality players we have, the Brooks Lennon, the Caleb Wileys, uh, et cetera, uh, then I think we've got a real good chance to be successful.
4: It is the president of Atlanta United, guys. Garz Loggerway with us here on the Wait4Com hotline. Now, I'm not putting words in your mouth. I just read some things in the preseason that says Pineda on hot seat to start season. So what's the expectations for Pineda? Uh,
3: look, we've we set our goals out clearly. We know we want to finish in the top four in the East. Um, and before folks say, hey, that doesn't sound that ambitious, you think about we got the Supporter Shield uh, winner in Cincinnati. We got the defending champ in Columbus. And we got a team in Miami that spent – you know, uh eighty, ninety million dollars in terms of uh payroll. So, um it's a really competitive Eastern conference. Uh, but we gotta finish in the top four. We want to advance on the leagues cup, uh, past the group stage. So I think we have some clear uh guideposts along the way uh for progress for the team. Um we are you know we need to make progress. We and I think that'll be measurable and the good news is I think everybody'll kinda know if we're hitting those those landmarks or we're not. Um and then if at the uh along the way or at the end of the season we have to make decisions, and we'll make those. But we really believe the team is better this year. I think one of the, the big problems we had last year was because of the defense was inconsistent, uh, we really could lose any lead from any position that really hurt us on the road. It really hurt us when we tried to build consistency. And I think we're going to be able to have that consistency now with this group. For the first time since I've been here, we have 11-plus starters, meaning guys who are MLS league average or above, that are signed in every position. And if healthy, we can put our best foot forward. We should have a chance against any team in the league.
2: Well, you're talking about improvement. I mean, we gave up 53 goals last season. That's the most of any team that made the playoffs. So that has to improve. But, but let me ask you this. Since you've been here, do you feel like, with what you just said, that this is now your club? Now, you came in. We had good pieces. Mm-hmm. But you've added to that. And do you feel like now, with what you've been able to do, that this is your club and these are the guys that, that you've gone out and made moves to get?
3: Look, we are making progress. We, we are moving <laughs> forward. Um, we are, you know, I would call us 75% optimized right now okay. in terms of the long term plan and some things, some systems and processes. Um, we got yeah. the groundwork and the foundation everywhere. We got to keep pushing, though, uh, to, to push and get the results. Uh, and, and so, look, everything's ultimately my responsibility. So, in that sense, it's been my team since they won. Um, but I, we have work to do if we're going to still be that sustainable compete-for-championships-every-year posture, uh, but that's certainly our ambition, and, uh, we again, we think we're going to be clearly better this year than we were last year.
4: Here it is almost what, uh, just a few days before the season starts, and Tiago Almada is still on Atlanta United. So should we expect him to be here in September? You know, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> a lot of
3: hypotheticals, a lot of excitement about this season. Now, look, we're going to do whatever's best for Tiago, whatever's best for us. Um, You know, if we get the offers that we hope for, then, uh, you know, that's something we'll explore. And likewise, as I've told you guys in the past, uh, you know, we have a salary cap set up such that Almada can stay as long as he wants. Mm. Uh, And and if he wants to go, likewise, we will try to find an accommodation for that. The summer is probably the best time for that uh, in the sense of that's when the market is the best that has the most opportunities, hopefully has the most uh, replacement opportunities as well, should we uh, have to go that direction. But our first. Choice remains to have Thiago in the team, and uh, again, we'll, we'll try to find a win-win for everybody uh, if Thiago wants to go.
2: You know, you were talking about adding. Uh, we, we've got depth now, maybe more so than we've had the last few years. A lot of that is the homegrown signees. Um, does anybody jump out to you, Garth, as far as these these homegrown signees? Or I think we got you know four or five guys that are going to see significant time. Is there anybody that you feel like hey has made a real big jump?
3: Look, Caleb Wiley, I think, has, has continued to improve in the offseason. I mean, we forget that a year ago he started out as, as a left wing for us the first couple of games and wasn't even slated to the start um, at the beginning of the season, and now he's our, our lockdown left back. So I think that he was with the national team in January. I think that helped him. Like He's going to continue to grow. And, look, we need to continue to get contributions all over the field, whether it's from a Johnny in the middle of the field to Tyler Wolf up top um, and, you know, some of these kids that were, that were signing, you know, are more long-term track, um, but a lot of potential there. And, and when you spend the money that we've spent on the starting 11, you're going to have to have young players that make contributions and form your depth uh, because we are definitely top-heavy in terms of how we build things. Um, and so that's, that's going to be a critical component is what we do in that player development space going forward.
4: It is a Garth Lagerway, guys. Uh, so we'll talk more about the Braves, more about the Falcons and all the stuff that's floating around, these rumors that are out there. The, uh, the, the team itself, I mean, Carl asked you about you know, your vision of the squad. You know, you want to tweak it, put your stamp on it. The style, we said last year there were times, especially down the stretch in like July and August, where it kind of captured the vibe of the 17 and 18 team. Is that what we should, fans should expect to see more of that this year?
3: Yeah, look, that, that's what we have to strive for, right? I mean, it, it, that is the high watermark for Atlanta United. We have to get back there. We have, you know, somehow, some way. Um, now, look, we have to, I, I, you know, the strategy we've adopted is, is one of incremental growth, build a good foundation, and then move forward kind of one step at a time where hopefully uh, we're taking our, our footsteps surely, and, and even if sometimes they're slowly. Um, you know, but in, in the simplest terms, we spent the first transfer window last winter trying to move out a bunch of guys that maybe weren't the right fit long-term. Then we spent the summer uh, putting the offense in a good position for the long-term. And now we spent this winter putting the defense in in what we hope is a good position for long-term. So if you look at that, just in terms of kind of three phases, um, obviously we have some potential bumps ahead with what happens with Thiago um, and and how do we organize that, that position of franchise cornerstone. But we have the building blocks in place. We are making progress. We are we should be moving forward and hopefully getting back to the heights of that 1718 team sooner than later.
2: Before we let you go, uh, you know, we now know a couple of weeks ago it came out how many matches we get for the World Cup, what that's going to look like around the country. Uh, I just want your your thoughts on what it's going to do for our city um, and and what you think that's ultimately going to look like. I, I think. You know, for those people who experienced the Olympics here, it was a long time ago in 96, but uh, it will be similar in the fact that the world will be watching Atlanta. And I just want to know what you think it means for Atlanta and the city and and what that's going to look like.
3: I think. Call from mom.
0: Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: The Olympic analogy is the right one. I mean, you're talking about a month-long tournament. The significance of those eight games, yes, that's you know you can do your math and that's worth X number of dollars uh, to the economy and the tourism and and all that stuff. Uh, But it's a month-long celebration of soccer in our city. And and if you look at the impact, uh, the legacy of the Olympics, it was massive and 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 long sustaining. And we think the same thing is going to happen for soccer. Um, with the World Cup coming to town and and being able to get that semifinal along with all those those games, you know, with U.S. soccer moving here, the men's and women's teams are both going to play in our building this year. Um, When you talk about things like Copa America this summer and then potentially the Club World Cup in 25, and then maybe a Women's World Cup on the back end of the Men's World Cup, uh, you know, in in 27 or 31, uh, you know, you just have this – just incredibly heightened possibility right now for the growth of the sport, um, not only in Atlanta but in this country, and I think it's just a, a tremendous opportunity for us, and it's going to leave in, an indelible mark on Atlanta. I mean, we, we believe it's Atlanta is now the epicenter of soccer in North America, and and now we get to kind of reap the reap the rewards of the investments that we've made, and, and hopefully bring them to fruition.
2: Great stuff. Garth, good luck. Start of the season on Saturday. We'll be there cheering you guys on, and uh, we look forward to our visits throughout the course of the season. Thank you again.
3: Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode
5: is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,